welcome to another episode of Throne Controllers Podcast. I'm Bats, and I'm joined today, as always, by the Code Crushing Case. Code Crushing. I, I think yes. I might actually uh, enjoy that title, because I do cause a lot of bugs and break a lot of code. I was, I was also, you could also take it as you just crush that Konami code right into the controller, like mash it in. Oh, yeah. But I always did break my B button. Yeah. Well, stop jamming on it so hard. Oh, when my thumb starts moving, baby, let's get out of the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's disturbing. So I hope everybody enjoyed the show last week. We had um, one of the best ever. Oh, wait, that's right. We didn't have one last week. Um, see, see, what happened was Bats, yours truly, took last show a, a little too literally, and I spent last week in one of our fine medical institutions getting calf implants for the double jump. Now, I thought this was a mandatory thing we had to do, but when I spoke to Case later and he informed me that he did not get the bi-commando arm implanted on his arm, I was a bit upset because the calf implants were quite expensive. I had to sell my car, house, part of my liver. But man, can I jump like like Eight Jordan inches? Yeah, like almost three inches off the ground now. It's crazy. I tripled. I, I have like a triple jump now. Three inches. Well, you you did say if you had it, you could make a lot of money with it. So yeah, it's I mean, an investment, really. I'm six five. Can almost touch net. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. I, I actually did try to get the bio commando arm, but my uh, insurance didn't cover. So I was mm-hmm. try. I was going to run to Canada, you know, get it free. But for some reason, they don't like me up there. How if you go to Mexico? You can get any kind of implants you want without a prescription. Brilliant. I don't so, know if I want to go to Mexico to do that, but that's fine. They do great work there. <laughs> They'll probably use an old Chevy or something. I don't worry about it. Yeah, Chevys are great cars. Let me tell you, I would love to have one of their motors in me. You yeah, know, right on your arm there, just, you know, it might leak a little oil, but it'll be fine. <laughs> Burn a little bit, that's fine. Don't worry about it. So so if you were uh, getting these implants, so did you have time to actually play any games? I did, actually. You know, when recovery time gives you plenty of time to play games because, you know, you can't walk on the new calf implants a while so they they suggested you sit and and play some games I, I like it when the doctor prescribes video games to me yeah i also watched um uh white man can't jump just because i want to get into the whole like i'm gonna be amazing at jumping type of feel you know you know you are a white man and that shows about how you can't jump so i i can jump three inches i like to see any person with any athletic ability beat that yeah. no one can probably not, not. you are the new prime time you better believe it. I'm a baller, son. So, NBA, you're going to see me on TV soon. I'm going to have to stop doing this show just so I can be on the NBA, the WNBA. <laughs> you still might not make it on the WNBA. They're all about fundamentals. That's what I'm all about. Fundamentals, fundamentals. You're fundamental, yes. Fundamental. Yes, exactly. Anyhow, so, so the doctor prescribed you some video games. What, what were you playing? Ah, so... Oh, so what I was playing was, as I promised to everyone, I did go out and get the new DLC for Fallout New Vegas. Uh, it was called Old World Blues. This one is 
uh, was particularly, um, it was a little bit more humorous than the other ones, a bit more uh, tongue-in-cheek. It had a, a very sci-fi feel to it, like an old 50s kind of science fiction-y movie uh, feel. I'm not going to give away any spoilers, per se. Um, the only part I felt that was a little drawn out was at the, the beginning, uh, when you first go to the, to, to the DLC, there's... A, crap load of talking like to a point where i was like this is funny this dialogue's funny this is all right shut the hell up you know i got to that point where i was like all right let's get to the game and the other problem i had was as always the game just like ran like just shit just ran like every time i was outside it just all of a sudden it went down to like five frames per fucking second i mean i was 60 no i i heard it was on all systems it just Fuck, oh man, like, fix the, just fix the goddamn game, I mean, I would play the, the crap out of those games, like, I would explore so much more, like, ah, it just makes me mad, fix the goddamn game, <laughs> that's all, that's all, I'm, I'm sick of playing broken games, and I know it goes against everything I've probably ever said, because I would say, like, vote with your wallet. Don't play shitty games. They'll just make more shitty games. You know why the game's broken? Because you all keep buying it. You know, fuck yeah. them. Fuck them for making a good game with, with a broken engine. So if if I swear to God, if Skyrim is, is fucked up, I swear I am going to write a very stern letter. To what, your credit card company? Because you already bought it? No, I wrote a stern letter and just say, Dear sirs. Your game is fantastic, but slightly broken. Except for when I go outside, which is 90% of the game. You know what I'll do? I'll, I'll, I'll write it up. I will write a rant on our website. Ooh. Yeah, that'll get them. The throne controller's army will rise up, and they will pelt our enemies with their controllers. And they shall be vanquished. And the streets that day will run with blood of our enemies. Or probably... Mountain Dew, but one of those will run down the street. So you liked it. It makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I played all this through. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. Um, I tried to play a, a few other games that weren't so good. I was like, yeah, because I'm a huge achievement trophy whore. I was like, I'm gonna play the new uh, Transformer game because it's a stupid movie tie-in movie game thing. And those stupid always movie tie-in movie game. Yeah, those always suck, but they're always easy to get trophies and achievements and shit. And I started to play it, and it's called like, what is it called? Like uh, Transformers, Dark of Dark of the Moon. Like it's not even good English. It's yeah, whatever it is. That. Yeah, yeah. And I was so I started to play. I play it. And I just, it's just so uh, it's fucking terrible. I, I couldn't even. I couldn't even play it. I don't understand why they can't make a good Transformers game. It just seems like the perfect IP to to make a game. I don't I, I, like every time I ever play a Transformers game. Like the best one was that one that recently came out. Oh, it's on Cybertron. Yeah, but it wasn't but it wasn't tied to a movie. It wasn't, but it still wasn't that good of a game either. It's still like but it's better than the rest of them. True. Like my favorite Transformer video game was a Doom mod, I believe, that turned all the monsters into. Decepticons and you were like Bumblebee, I think, running around, and that was like the best one I've played so far. Or yeah, there's this so, one as Ultimus Prime back in the like '80s that you would like drove across the screen and could jump things. But so uh, again, it was just I, you know what? 
even though as much as I wanted to, I just, I just, I played probably 20 minutes and then I was just like, fuck this shit. <laughs> I turned it off. I mean, even, even I was like, fuck this shit. It's amazing because didn't you play like the Muppets game or something to get achievements? No, that's a Connect game, and I would totally play that game. Well, it's by Double Fine. Of course, you'll play because Double yeah. Fine is so, one of the greatest studios of all no, time. That's, no, that's not. That's not a. Sh- that's not a shit game. But I didn't mean Muppets. Didn't you play like My Little Ponies? You played some really odd game just no, to get some trophies. I don't think there's a My Little Ponies game, and if there is, sh- I'm trying to think shit games I've played. I played Up. Shit Maybe game. that's the one I was thinking. You know what? Actually, when I, okay, I, let me rephrase that. It was like a kids' game, but here's the one thing about this: it's a movie tie-in game, and I'm getting way off, way off topic here. But here's the thing: is they may be kind of poor in graphics or whatever, bad on story, but what they do execute on is they execute on the gameplay. So it's a, it was, a, it's essentially a platformer. They got that right down, mm-hmm. and. They never have any bugs or glitches. I mean, because probably because they're more basic, they're 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 just a game through and through. There's never been a time when I played one of those those games where it like freezes or glitches or I end up you know walking through you know piece you know clipping yeah. through shit. So you gotta give them credit for that at least. I mean, so the guy's working on. It. I'm sure they bust their ass. I mean, I, I mean we've all had. Well, shit it's about. also I mean also those games are easier to test. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. So, like, you know, there's a lot less testing that needs to go into it to make it uh, perfect. Well, so, perfect sense of bugs. Exactly. But, I mean, that still can't excuse the Fallout shit because you can literally play two seconds and it's like... You turn it on and it's bad. It's broken. It is, it's, it's not just a bug. It's not like I accidentally did something crazy like tried to propel myself across a cliff using a rocket launcher or something. It's like I was walking on the ground and the game breaks and freezes. Well, you're not supposed to walk on the ground. That's the problem. You have to jump everywhere. It's like walk outdoor, start moving forward, freezes. It's like like, that's not even a part of the core gameplay. I mean, that's just basic. Oh, just bullshit. Yeah, um, I noticed that you just went back to the Fallout problem. You guys, I'm kind of you're pissed. like I'm Transformers wasn't a good game, but Fallout was horrible. It had horrible bugs. It's like okay. Anyways, anyways. So yeah, and then I um. So case um. Since I can't remember for the life of me that other game, what are you even playing? Oh, uh, actually, I've well, I played. I guess it's only two games of recent um, of importance, really. Um, the first one, it, I mean. I guess it's the gaming lull thing since there was really nothing new out um, last week that I wanted to play. So I decided to go and uh, check out Witcher 2, The Assassins of Kings. PC game only, of course. Mm, mm, mm. I heard uh, there's boobs in that. I have not got far enough. to. Oh, wait. No, I did see some boobs and I saw some bush. So it's really like playing um, Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah. So the game's made, you know, by that, what, CD Projekt Red. For those who don't know, it's a third-person role-playing game. I don't know that. Well, now you do. Um, I thought it was a uh, third-person RPG. That would be the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) That's what RPG stands for, young man. Oh, oh, does it? Yes, yes. Wow. So, I don't know what to say about Witcher 2, because, well, first off, I never played Witcher 1. I don't know if it's because I was missing some context, but when the game starts off... I, I and the story kind of jumps around a lot, and I don't know what the hell is happening. Like, like the whole 
training part of the game, like you're talking to this guy and you're supposed to tell like what happened at this battle, but it's, you can pick any answer you want in the order you want. So I, I picked like a third one down. And so I started halfway through the, the tutorial and then I picked the top one and I jumped back to the beginning of the tutorial. Like, so it was out of sync and it was really confusing to me at first, like what the heck was going on. And I don't even know what, like in which, and you are a witcher and I didn't know what a witcher really was. So it was like, people were making these comments to me and while well, my character about being a witcher. And I'm always like, why do people not like the witcher? What the heck is a witcher? You're, you're not telling this game. No, I, I'm not. Cause I'm like, I'm already, there. I'm already bored of hearing about it. I'm not even playing it. Yeah. Well, you don't even have a PC, so it wouldn't matter. No, I will admit I though. Yeah. No, I don't own a PC. I'm using, <laughs> I'm, I have this microphone plugged you're not, you're into my a, head. You're not using a PC that would be able to, make this game worthwhile because the graphics of the game are really, really good. I really like the graphics when during the combat and the cutscenes and like the interaction with characters. I think they're really well done. Um, I'm not saying they're kind of like groundbreaking or anything like that, but they're solid. And, and the, I mean, there are some issues whenever you're like doing some of the um, dialogue selection stuff and talking back and forth with the other person, like there's some weirdness and like the face faces and some movement issues, but nothing like glaring, but like the graphics are really, really strong. And even the story being cut up like that, I would also still be like, yeah, this is a pretty good game. The problem I have the game with is it's the most horrible, horrible control system in my entire life of a game. Like I still don't know if it's because I don't use a game pad when I play on the PC. I'm a, I'm a, a keyboard and mouse guy. And it's just like, you're using swords and blocking and all these like key mappings. So your, your fingers are flying across this. Cause it's not like a, it's not like a role-playing game in the sense that I say, I attack you and I, you know, I attack and then you attack me. It's an actual You're attacking me. Yes. I don't like you, Batsy. How dare you attack me, sir? I use a uh, infinite light on you, which makes no sense. Cause it just makes you glow. Um, but anyhow, so it's not like a, it's not like a turn-based role-playing game. It's an action role-playing game. So you have to like roll out of, out of the way, you got a block. And when you start first playing the game, you're finding like three guys out of nowhere, but it's not like Assassin's Creed where you hit block and you kind of block all the different people coming at you. You only block the guy you're locked onto. So you get your, you get your ass handed to you like right off the bat. And it's not like a difficulty like um, Demon Souls is where you know what you're doing and it's just really hard. It's because you, the controls are beyond insane. You should use the triple jump. Well, and like, yeah. Triple jump out of the way. Well, he doesn't have a triple jump. But like the block even, like if you attack and then try to block right away, it doesn't register your block. You have to like wait a second to block. And it's annoying. And like I got got really frustrated. Like I kept on changing the control layouts. I kept on trying things. And finally I I got kind of, I think I got the past the learning curve, I guess. And I started like rolling through quicker, you know, and it's – and basically it came down to trying to always make sure you're only up against one guy and making the other guys like farther away. So, so you can kind of focus. And then as you level, you eventually do get, um, ability to block from all sides. So it might make it a little bit easier. So I don't know. It's, I, I guess if people really like action role playing games, it's a good game, but I did, it's not a game I'm going back to if I have something else around me. Like it's not, it doesn't draw me in enough to be like, oh, I need to go play Witcher. Screw eating dinner. And, you know, it's 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 there to play, but I just don't see it like being that great of a game. And actually, the reason why I say that is because I stopped playing it as soon as I um, downloaded the other game that I played this week and beat, 
which is uh, Bastion. Bastion, sorry. Bastion. Who I can't talk. Man, uh, I, you know what? You know what? Wait, let me interrupt you. You're right. I saw previews for that game, and I was like, "Oh man, I won't play that game. That game looks awesome with the narration and shit that I'm sure you're gonna talk about." And so I went on to PSN and I started searching around for it. Yeah, you're and then find I it there. couldn't find it. And then I, and then I, I looked, and the douchebags aren't sure if they're even gonna put it out on the PlayStation. Well, you should get it on the 360, which you do have. Cause yeah, I know, but I have other sh- I've got my uh, backlog. I could build a fort. It's, it's okay. Just download the game. Start playing it. Um, I probably beat it in, I don't know, six to eight hours. It's not like a long game. It might have only been six hours. But it was six hours of, like, I really enjoyed this game. Um, for those that don't know, it's an um, action role-playing game, you know, just like Witcher, except... It's a DLC, so it's it's more of like a, a Zelda type, not like bad graphics like Zelda, but like that 2D plane where you can go farther Artistic. up and down. Yeah, and it has like a, like more like braid look to it. It's very um, shell shaded type look and feel to it, but it's it's a great game. I, I that's all I gotta say about it. Uh, so the the that's premise. All you gotta say about it? Well, well I'll say more I, about I, it. I, I watched the trailers and I know more than that. As I was going to say more the, about as it. You, you just said, and that's all I got to say about it. Uh, that's the, No, I'm going to say more. That's just something I said in the middle of what I was saying. Anyhow, so. Don't, please don't lie to our audience from this I will always lie to forward. Don't, don't lie to them. Anyhow, so the game basically starts off after a calamity happens in this um, this world. And you're like. Wild, wild coyote chasing a ram. Yes. Roadrunner. Exactly. And then he. Lit a off calamity. A, it caused a calamity. And so, uh, like, you wake up. Like, the way it starts off is, like, uh, as you were hinted at earlier, there's this um, voiceover during the game. So when the game first starts up, you're, like, by yourself, and this voiceover is kind of telling the story of you and what you're doing as you're walking through the first level. Um, and the first level is basically, like, the, the way the, the boards work out or levels is that it's, like, land floating in space, because of the calamity, it's just like everything's broken off. So like you're kind of just walking on this land and it fills in as you're walking like different areas. So like you can actually fall off all the edges. If you walk to an edge, you fall off, but you just fall back on to where you fell off. You do lose some health, but you can, you can die from doing it. It's just not, it's not, it's not that easy to walk off the edges. Usually it happens because you are trying to like roll the way of combat or something. So it like fills in. And as you're interacting with stuff, this, this really deep, like, James Earl Jones' voice is like narrating what you're doing as you're doing it. It's not like it's not a cutscene. So you like walk up to something and he mentions like something about what you what you walk up to, or if you fall off the edge at certain points or too many times, he like makes a kind of like a joke about how you keep on falling off the edge. Like <clears throat> so short footed. Um, as Case just dry, described the game, he had to swallow his hatred for bets. Exactly. See, that, that would be a good example of a. Of the voiceover, and it's, it's really neat though, because like the whole story is told through that voiceover, and your your character doesn't talk. You don't have any like you don't have to deal with text, which is, is one thing I always hate about DLC role playing games. That I, I'm and maybe I just read too many books. I don't want to read when I'm gaming. Is that it's always like, oh, I need to read this scrolling text, or I found this book I need to read. But it's all done by that voiceover, like everything about that the story. Even like when you're talking with another character, the voiceover is telling you what you guys talked about. You're not actually inter- seeing you, the two talk, but in like, so I was saying, so the, the world explodes and the, finally the kid 
meets up with the James Earl Jones voice guy, which I don't know the the NPC's name. Uh, probably could find it online, but anyhow, it doesn't matter. So they meet, he meets up with this guy, and basically what the guy tells him is if he finds um, these shards, he can... Are you spoiling are you, are you spoiling this? No, this is, is the this? very beginning of the game. You find these shards, and, it, and you will power the bastion, and that will fix the calamity. It's, it's basically the, the, the starting of the game. So every level you go to is... Uh, on that level, you will find a shard, and you know you bring the shard back. And as you bring your shard back, you unlock pieces of the bastion. Um, now, from a role playing standpoint, the game's not like a. Uh, you do have levels in the game, but it's not like you level and then you add strength and or like dexterity. It's you level, and then you can have for every level you get, you can turn on a different elixir, and like elixir might make you give you ten plus ten to hit points. It might give you you know one hundred percent critical hit, and yeah, and then also as you go through the game, you discover new weapons that you can upgrade, and and you find some uh, special new special abilities for different weapons that you can use. Uh, so I yeah, so it's it's a very solid downloadable game. I mean it's it's not as artistic as Braid or Limbo, um, but it is it has that 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 indie pizzazz with it. It's definitely definitely worth the buy. Throne controller stamp of approval. And the reason I, I actually even tried it out, by the way, was that Felicia Day um, tweeted tweeted about it. She could tweet about eating dog shit, and you'd do it. Perhaps I'm just saying. I just pointed it out. That's all. So th- those are the only two games I've really been playing over the last week. Like I said, once I got Bastion, I just played it from start to finish, and didn't play any other games because that's it, I got so drawn into it. Uh, the one thing I don't like about it, which I don't know if it's considered a spoiler, is when you get to the end. You do get a choice you have to make of A and B, and so after you make that choice, then the game ends, and it's now it's basically saying I need to play again so I can make the other choice to see what the other ending is. I just the only reason I find that annoying is that it's only at the end when you make that choice, so it's not like during the game things you do um, change the ending. It's just at the very end you have a choice to make. So that's a little annoying. But the nice part is when you play a game, you get to play with your your, your leveled-up character and your all the weapons you've unlocked so you can actually get higher levels and, and better powers. Um, and there's also, if you want to make it more difficult, there's a you, you get a shrine and you can turn on gods and every god you turn on actually hinders you. Like it'll give like power-ups to different creatures and stuff it's just to make the game harder if you want to. There's probably an achievement around that. I just I haven't actually looked at the achievements. Uh, but one of the, one of the features about that is that the more of those you turn on, you actually get more experience points for every yes. every monster you kill. Yes, that is true. I, I just like you said, throne controller stamp of approval. It's a tough. That's a tough approval to get. We don't give that out too often. Yeah, even though last last uh, episode I, told, I said Fear Three was the game of the year, so apparently I just throw things around randomly. Yeah, but that was that wasn't throne controllers. That was case six months haven't played everything yet. Maybe game of the could be since I played so far. Game of the first half of the year. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> All right. So it wasn't yeah. a screaming endorsement. <laughs> so anyhow, I yeah, stamp approval, play it, download it, love it. If you don't like it, well, you are a loser. No, you. Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, so that's basically what that's everything I played. Everything you played, unless you remember that other game you can't remember. Dude, it's seriously, it's a just a gaping black hole in my head. <laughs> All right, well then. I don't know if it's the, I think, 
think one of my calf implants is leaking some kind of hydraulic fluid into my bloodstream. <laughs> awesome. That, that, that's I, I, You might want to get that looked at by the Mexican doctors that installed it. You you don't talk crap about Jose. <laughs> he's, right, a well, fine, you know, he's a smarter man than I am. So you were laying around all week playing games. Did you happen to read any uh, good articles out there about the gaming world? I perused a bit of the inter-gaming world and heard some things. Well, what did you hear? Well, one was that uh, they just paid this guy named Case to develop a game, and they're going to give him $30 million. Wow, I'm glad you heard that one. Yeah, I'm pretty excited to see what he comes up with. I heard it's going to be a talking poop. It might be. It might no. be. In all reality, because no one will give you any money, not even a dollar, because they're not idiots. Um, speaking of money, though, the ESA, if you remember, Case and I had a small discussion about the Supreme Court totally smacking California in the bottom. California. <laughs> um, it gave him a little spanking and said, bad California, you can't do that. And the ESA had to obviously pay court fees and pay for a lawyer and all that type of stuff. They have uh, gone to California and um, filed a suit for reimbursement. Now, a similar thing happened back in 2008, and the state of California paid, I don't know, I remember it was close to 30 k to the ESA, but now they want $1.1 million. And uh, California, last time I checked, they weren't they having problems financially? Yeah, they're basically sure like every that. other uh, government in our lovely Cal union. California listeners, I want you to... I want you to take note of this. You guys are paying taxes so they can sue the gaming companies and then you have to pay taxes on that, like more money to pay for those fees. They're wasting court time. They're wasting your money. You know, seriously, vote these douchebags out of office. I'm just saying. Seriously. Take two seconds and stop playing a game and jamming cheese puffs in your mouth. And get out there and vote, dummy. <laughs> yeah, I think that's going to solve all their problems because, you know, all the politicians aren't winning are the smart ones. No, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Just, I, I so, you know. You know, we should run on a dual ticket. Case right. bats. Case bats for, bats for governor something. and whatever. And, Case and bats so. for something. <laughs> Case and bats, vote for us for something. <laughs> Worst Seriously, podcast ever. And I, I would, I will get in the office, and you, you, you want something done? You give me a call. Enough of you call me with the same damn thing. That's what I'll vote for. I don't care if I'm totally against it. If you're like, we want rattlesnakes for babies, I'll be like, all right. Well, I got, I got forty thousand calls that people want rattlesnakes for babies, so I'm gonna go put that in front of whatever governing body I'm been elected to and say, "All babies should have rattlesnakes." My people demand it. I like the way you think. Not about you, how you'd run the government. Just rattlesnakes and babies, they mix well. Yeah, well, I feel bad for the rattlesnakes. I mean, you've been around a lot of babies. They do like grabbing and squishing. They like grabbing and biting and squishing. That rattlesnake's going down. <laughs> so that's all right. That's cool though. That, I, I think I, like, I actually like the fact that the ESA is suing them, just for the fact that I hate the 
well, let me use the word fact a lot. The fact that everyone sues them for all these. Uh, I hate that using the word fact a lot. I mean, fact, yeah. doesn't fact, doesn't fact. Yes, exactly. So the fact that they get sued all the time, it's nice to see that they can sue back. I love our, I love our country. <laughs> if you sue me, I'll sue you more, and then I'll sue you for suing me and making me sue you. Exactly. Suing. <laughs> the best country ever, right there. United States of I'll sue you. So what? What? what so um, what should happen, by the way, is when ESA wins that uh, one point one million dollars, they should uh, put that towards more research on this uh, other this little tidbit fact I read about this last week um, was that there's a study out there um, about uh, with uh, 2,052 female gamers, uh, which I've never met any of them, and that maybe that's why this is true. But apparently, uh, women like playing uh, video games more than they like having sex. At least these these gamers, these lady gamers. Depends if, who are they having sex with. No, exactly. That's what I said. So if they met me, that might change a little bit. So no, I mean exactly. Like maybe they are talking about you. Yes, that's true. Like, yeah, maybe the, maybe this is the 2052 females I've had sex with. Wait a minute, that can't be right because I haven't had that much. Two hundred fifty-two thousand. Yeah. Wait, yeah, 2052. <laughs> Please. That's called a bat's weekend, you know what I'm saying? No, that, that, that's that's 2053 more than I've had sex with. Wait, hold on. Yeah. Wait, so I've, um, I've had negative one sex. Oh, it's funny. <laughs> so I know, I found it amusing because technically the way the survey is written, it actually has, it is not, women don't like having, playing games more than sex. It's just, the way the questions um, go up, it's they say they get fulfilled by like 64% of the women say they get fulfilled by working, you know, working out. 75% said that they like their bath. They get fulfilled when they take a bath, you know. Uh-huh. I bet then, they do. And 71% get fulfilled when they go shopping. And it was um, – But was they it? do. 84% said that they gaming fulfills them and 70% said sex fulfills them. Or something like that. So it's not like it's not that they said someone said, "Do you like sex better than games?" And they said yes. It was just you know how the percentages work out. So, so really, it's not. You know how we solve this problem? Right here comes. I will walk bats. around asking nope. people. Bats, bats has got the magic solution. Ready? Yes. <clears throat> you take your woman shopping for sexual games that you can play in the tub. That's a brief. That's I've I've actually read that in the, in the comment section section. Really? Yeah. You, you, Man, it's very did similar. I, did I write that because that is like you you may have that's like Einstein stuff right there. <laughs> All right. Or 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 you just or or you just do a good job. <laughs> yeah. I first my problem is I first have to get them here so I can do the good job. So yeah, I need to get past that problem of actually getting uh -huh. them to want to have sex with me. Then I can actually perform a good job. So. Uh -huh. It doesn't the, the, for some reason the yelling and ranting and swearing does not attract a lot of women. And the the massive amounts of video game playing doesn't work either. No, for some reason that whenever I call them up, it's like, hey, you want to get a drink and come home and play video games? They're like, what? <laughs> doesn't work. Does not work. It's a shame. Well, I'm all out of ideas then. <laughs> but but maybe in the future, because you know, in the future. There'll be virtual reality video games, according to Sony. Welcome to the future. 
Because I, I know you must have seen this and you must love it because you love all of Sony stuff that Sony's now making a VR helmet. It, it, one, I don't think it's true. They showed it off at CES. Sony wouldn't do that to me. Yeah, they're, they're, they're working with a couple of games at Sony that are experimenting with the virtual reality type experiences. Sony's going to release their version of, um, what was that, Nintendo Red Virtual Line? Boy. Virtual Boy. You get to wear it around your head. Give you neck problems, yeah. and you're not supposed to use it for more than thirty minutes because it hurts your eyes. Yeah, they're they're uh, they're at least they're doing some research in that world. Well, you know what? When they say, "Hey, you have to go to a special hospital and get a brain implant so we can plug a cord into it, and it will alter your reality," where we pump senses into you so you think you're in the game, but you're actually laying down there like the Matrix, then I'll be down. But until then, I'm like, eh. See, I, I prefer the 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 Snow Crash version where. They use a laser, very fine lasers, to actually project the imagery into your eye itself. That way you don't have to have any modifications on your on your brain. Really? You'd rather have lasers in yes. your eyes than than yes. microchips in your brain? Yes. You're crazy. <laughs> that might be. That is true. <laughs> crazy. Lasers in your eye. That'll never happen. Shut up and get your microchip in your brain. All right. I'll do that while you move on to the next uh, – Speaking Story. of crazy, <laughs> speaking of crazy, hey, cats, have you heard about this game called Saints Row? Well, yeah, it's a very boring game that I wasted money buying. Well, Saints Row is now in its third version. Because so there's Saints a lot Row of stupid people out there that think it's good. The, it's the wackier version of Grand Theft Auto. And, you know, actually, you know, as much as Case is going to continue in the background to rumble about, I wasted my money. I'm an old man because he's about what six, seven hundred years old. Um, it wasn't bad. It was, it's, it, it's, it's what you like about Grand Theft Auto without too much seriousness. It's uh, kind of crazy, nutty. So, I can't think about Grand Theft Auto. Oh, that's fine. You don't even you don't really like Grand Theft Auto though. Exactly. And, uh, and I was hoping. And why would you buy a game that was supposedly a sillier version of a game you don't like? Because I was hoping that the, the the game that they would take the things I didn't like of Grand Theft Auto out and then I would like it. Anyways, so for the rest of the world, uh, Saints Row Thirds come out. And as always, they like to throw it up there with a little bit of craziness. And uh, they've been announcing the, 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 the crazy characters they're going to have in it. They had. Um, uh, some, some, um, man, I can't remember her name now, but I can remember her body. Uh, a chick that gets naked in the last one. She was in part of the DLC. Uh, and, uh, they're going to follow that one with, in this one, they're going to have, uh, a penthouse, penthouse pets are going to appear in, in this one as well. Also, uh, Hulk Hogan is going to be in Saints Road third as, um, well as, um, a uh, ex porn star, uh, Sasha Gray. Uh, she doesn't do. Wait, she does, doesn't, she, she doesn't she, do. She doesn't do porn anymore. You sure? Yeah. Uh, all I said. Uh, all I know who Sasha Gray is is because she was on Entourage, and she's a no. She's trying. She has been trying to become a serious actor. Yeah, I know that because well, that's why she was on Entourage. Of course, she was playing a porn star dating the main character of Entourage. Um, but that's the only reason I even heard of who like she was, and so I had to look her up and have some fun that night. Yeah, and yeah. she's been she's been in some movies, but she's an ex porn star. Yeah, and she's not she's not bad looking. Not I would I take her downtown. 
I was unaware that she actually retired, though. This was a depressing moment. Well, you know what? You can always view her greatest hits. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, see what I did there? Yes, I do. Uh, but see, what what you should have known, so, so they're coming out with a sequel to this game. I would be more interested in the sequel to this game if it came out in the next 360, though. Under the, the 720. Because, you know me, I'm always listening to rumors about the the 2,500 years from lies, now. All lies, all lies. But this week, or last week, I guess it was, is uh, the AMD, uh, the guys that made the chipsets for the 360, um, came out talking about the next Xbox, uh, which this is from, it's actually from the official Xbox magazine. So who knows how official it really is, but Neil Robbins from uh, AMD came out and was like, yeah, our graphics on this next chip are going to be comparable to Avatar, which for all those who are out there who have seen Avatar know that they're pretty uh, hardcore CGI that's pretty realistic, um, barring the fact that the movie sucked. Uh, the graphics were pretty sweet. Yeah, the movie sucked. It did. And then, uh, But the other thing, not just the graphics are going to be incredible. Um, they also are claiming that AI – is going to be a lot more complex and be a lot and have a lot more individuality, not just on main characters, but also on the uh, like in Grand Theft Auto, the other people just walking around the street will actually could have their own personality if the coders wanted it to, because of the power that this the chips is going to have. Yeah, that movie sucked. It did suck. <laughs> a lot of people are reporting about this. Even the Examiner has uh, written about. The, the power of the next 360 or Holy the shit, it must be true. Of exactly. The examiner? Yeah, that's the examiner. That's the golden level of journalism integrity. <laughs> exactly. Holy shit. Why don't we have a story up uh, about this on the goddamn site yet? If it's been the examiner wrote about it. Well, the problem is, is that... I'm being yeah. sarcastic. <laughs> I understand. I'm just saying it's a... It's a it, I think people are... I like the fact that a lot of rumors are coming out because it does make it feel that there will be a new system coming soon and maybe it will be as powerful as my PC. I doubt it, though. Well, I, I heard they're working on a new chip for the PlayStation uh, 4, and this particular one will actually add chips to the waffles that the PlayStation 4 is also rumored to be making. Awesome. I like it. So I can make chocolate chip waffles with the PS4? You know it. Beat that Xbox in your uh, face. I definitely have release release purchase for me right there. Release day. Yeah. I'm in line. Oh, I'm gonna be like I'm gonna be like playing Modern Warfare 12, and then boop, Lego my ego bitches. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I love it. Uh, this this podcast brought to you by Ego Waffles. <laughs> Groovy. Yeah. So. Um, on a totally unrelated, not even close to terrible segue, speaking of expensive chips that cost a lot of money to make, you know who else is spending a lot of money? Segway complete. Sony is investing 20 M's. That's 20 M's. Oh, wait, 20 million in PSN exclusives. It's like what? They had to run on the fonts? Yeah, so... No, I think you you didn't mean font. You meant uh, characters there. Character, yeah, I guess so. Characters. Go ahead. Let's talk about your $20 million. So Sony is going to invest $20 million, million 
and PlayStation exclusives over the next three years. That's going to be first-party games and to fund pub- pubs to develop games. Now, now that doesn't say that, that, that you know, they say exclusives, but we all know sometimes these these the, the pubs that aren't the first-party ones eventually maybe a year later can come out to other systems stuff. So I think this is good not only for Sony for just in general, you know, for the development of the evolution that is video games. So what you're saying is is Sony has to pay people to make games for the system when 360 just has people making games for their system. Wow. Stop for a second. Think think about what you just said because Xbox has been doing nothing but buying exclusive DLC and paying publishers for, oh, I don't know, since they fucking came out. Why do they always get all the shit first? Because Because everybody likes them? No. They back up to the publisher's house with a truck of money and they bury them. Some of them do just because they like it because of 360. They bury their ass with a truck of money. In the beginning, it was an easier system to develop for, but that's beside the point. Truck of money. Um, Well, anyhow, maybe you'll finally be able to play... uh, Truck? You know... Well, you get to play Limbo finally, so I mean, maybe some more games will be coming out that will be uh, enjoyable Fashion. for you. But no, I, 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 one thing that I say with that $20 million, what someone should do is um, make the sequel to Snatcher. Maybe, but too bad they don't have the rights for it. <laughs> well, see, that's the, that's an interesting thing because uh, Kajami, the guy who uh, was the, the Kajami? maker. Kajami? Kajami? Kajimi? Kajimi? The... the Developer and the creator of, the, of Snatcher itself uh, said last week that if someone is, uh, he would love to see a sequel um, or do something with Snatcher, uh, but he has no time. But if anyone would uh, like to develop it, he would love it. So maybe uh, me and you should get together, write a script up, send it to him, and we'll get that some 20, uh, 20 million. I'm, I'm not sure 20 million is going to cover the cost of uh, Brad Pitt because, you know, he was in that first one and in the British guys. And so, well, we can uh, probably replace him. You know, like you know, and he had that really great accent. Of course, you're totally talking about the wrong snatcher, but that's okay. What? <laughs> you're talking about the movie, not the game, buddy. Uh oh. You know the the classic game I talked about two episodes ago. Oh, Anyhow, I, don't, I don't listen to you. That's why. I understand. Oh, I like that movie. That was a good movie. It was a good movie. It wasn't called Snatcher, though. By the way, it's called yeah. Snatch. It was called Snatch, yes. Yeah. Which is also a really funny name. It is definitely a funny name. <laughs> Makes me giggle. <laughs> it's, like, it's like saying poop. <laughs> so, all right, so yeah, anything else that happened this week, man? Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, what? Shit happened. Um, I don't know. Maybe uh, a little thing called GoldenEye happened. Um. So if, if let's let's take a trip in the time machine, GoldenEye, an, a game made for the Nintendo sixty four, was one of the best drinking college games, shoot you in the face, James Bond movies of the time. Now set to regulate in history and dust. Did you just say Wait, it was one of the best shooters of all time? At at the time. It was one at, of the best shooters at the time? At the time. At the time, you're saying that was one of the best shooters. It's, a, it's my game of the year for the six months. 
Wait, you're oh. saying though that yes, when when Goldeneye came out, I think it was one of the best shooters at the time when it came out. Did you own a PC that that's at back then or something? I did. I was playing Half Life. I said one of the best. You said the, the best. best. You said the best. Okay, okay. Um, this is a Throne Controller's retraction. What Mike meant to say was one of the best, not the best. Mm-hmm. Sorry for the inconvenience. Back to your schedule of regular... So anyhow, they're upgrading it, hey? Hey, yeah, thanks for totally stepping all over my storm there, buddy. Um, So they they totally made a remake for the Wii, and a bunch of people pissed their pants. Um, We're excited, but it still sucked because it was on the Wii, and everyone knows the Wii is for babies, and no one likes babies. Um, Rattlesnakes. No, no, rattlesnakes don't because the babies kill the rattlesnakes. <laughs> no one likes babies. Um, so Activision, secretly behind the scenes, all along, has had secret plans because Activision milking a franchise? I never would have believed it until I heard about this. But they're going to release GoldenEye for the PS3 and 360 in high definition in all its glory. So now you and your friends can shoot each other actually using the internet because it's impossible to do on the Wii. <laughs> because you have to have like a, I think it's a 128 character encryption code you have to share with your friends and give a blood sample. It's something like that. Well, I don't know. It, it's, I guess it's good that they're bringing back a game that I didn't ever play and didn't care to ever play. Oh, I did play it. I just never liked it. Never mind. That's because you're a terrible human being and you had to have friends. I had the friends. Game was, the game was great with friends. Dude. The game's game, great. Game had, it the, had so much. No, oh, what the game. Why, why, you, why everyone loved the game is because why? it was a console game that you no. could play four people at once on and shoot each other. That's no. why the game. I bet you that game, if that exact same game came out without the four-player co-op, not co-op, four-player deathmatch or whatever. No one would remember the game. That's bullshit because so one of the 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 time the a lot of the time we spent with the game between me and my friends mm-hmm. was um we we played the game and you could beat it. Um but one of the <laughs> things was there was there was You there could was, beat it? You know, there was unlocks like double guns, golden guns, yep. rocket launchers, all the stuff like this mm-hmm. that you could get, but you only could get them was beating levels at a certain um uh, playthrough rate or different 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 records so um you had to make it through a certain amount of time to to beat it and you had to beat it on a certain difficulty and stuff like that so we would spend a long time just trying to get to because you knew what the goals were and what you could get out of it but you had to do it there was no cheat to go around it or anything like that and so we'd sit through and unlock all that shit so you could go through the first level just totally blasted out with two moonraker laser guns just blasting people and um that made it fun right there it was just that it's the same reason i so play rpgs is just to level up super high and then go back to that first so you like the fact the shit out of people. that it has achievements it, it it yes it was very similar to achievements <laughs> what's your problem right. that's fine no I'm, it just was not a game for me that's all yeah well what, what, what were you playing tetris yeah, that's, that's what I was playing. You're, you commie. 
I don't know. When, when did GoldenEye come out? Came out when we were killing commies. <laughs> okay, then. So that would be in the 1700s. No, wait. We weren't killing commies there. 97? Commie. <laughs> I was play, playing the Dooms and the Quakes. Probably. Well, you would have been at... What the hell? That's enough talk about me being a commie. Um, so I guess there's nothing else to talk about, right? No, no other news you have, man? No, no. I I mean, you want more news? No, I really don't. Uh, I, I, I want to take so, a break so I can look, go look up well, why anyone would want to play Goldeneye. You know what? How about you just go play it and then come back and tell us how wonderful it is? I have played it. And the I only have... thing that people are going to be like, hey, how come you guys didn't talk about it is that Comic-Con happened. And like Comic-Con happened. Comic-Con so. does not have the word video game in it. Yeah, but it has cosplay in it, and I, and I don't. I, that's for my private use after the after the podcast. And those people are usually dressed up like video game characters, and and I, I just love that. In the, the past four to five years, hot chicks have totally gotten into it. That's why I said it's for my private use later after the show. That is more information than anyone needs to know. That is true, probably. So anyhow, let's take a break, man, and then we'll come back. Break time. everybody from the music break slash intro slash go to the lobby and get yourself a delicious snack time go to the lobby go to the lobby and get yourself a snack yeah <laughs> alright so we're, we're back yeah awesome you got some snacks some popcorn some pop or soda depending on what part or coke depending on what kind of part of the country you live in Shit, I'm just liquored up. Word. Well, now you're all you got that liquor in you, dude. Uh, why don't you uh, send us off with a rant about what uh, this liquor is and why you're drinking? Well, so I was, I was, I, I wrote a little bit about this on the um, on the site, a little little blurb. But also, I talked a lot of a little bit about earlier in, in the um, the show, the episode. So. <clears throat> Achievements and trophies. Good? Bad? Um, Originally, I loved them. Now I don't care about them. That was one of those those questions that you ask that you don't want to answer. Yeah, but you sounded very, like, boring, so I wanted to say my voice so all the female viewers wouldn't stop listening. We don't have any female viewers, and we don't have any <laughs> viewers, period, because this is a podcast. Yeah, if, anyone's vi- if anyone's viewing me right now, stop looking in my window <laughs> through my studio Rockin window. Well, anyhow, go on. So, go on. Um, so you know, when Achievements first came out with, on, the, on the 360, uh, I was just like, whatever, you know, like just playing the games, just like, oops. Stupid, and I was kind of like started playing Oblivion more, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna do this thing." And I found that 
the achievements helped me realize if how much of the game that I may may or not have been missing. So I was like, oh yeah, I think I've done everything. It was like, you haven't done any of the assassins quests. And I was like, oh shit, I gotta do those. So I do those. And then it was kind of leading me through the game a little bit. And, and I, so make sure I did everything. So I got like a really great experience uh, from that. And so that was kind of like, uh, it was kind of like my, my, drug taste it was kind of like here's a, here's a little bit you know free and so i found that when playing games i uh, i really the trophies and achievements at first really helped me experience parts of the games that i might not have played you know uh, and really you know it made me search more maybe explore more spend more time in the game instead of just what i usually do is just plow through a game as fast as possible get to the ending just like trying to read a book just right right through and um and then move on to the next one so it's actually spend more time invested in developing these you know the stuff and seeing what you know some of the, some of the things that I might have missed out on but then people started to take advantage of my greed or need to explore and they started putting dumb shit and dumb trophies in and then I started wanting them because I wanted to have more than other people because everyone wants to have more of something than anyone else especially when it's on the internet you want to have more posts on the blog you want to have more hits on your site you want to have more followers in your Twitter or your Facebook you always want to have more than the other person in other words you want to have the biggest e-penis out there and so I was like, I will have the largest e-penis there is when PlayStation decided that they were going to have trophies. Because I was like, here's a place where I can start at the ground level and build my e-penis from the ground up at the same start as everyone else is building. Not like Xbox where, you know, I, I got on board a little bit late and other people already had their e-penises, you know, quarter of the way started. So I started with them and I... I I have a huge e penis when it comes to PlayStation Three trophies, and the problem with that is that I swear to God, it forces me to play shitty ass games that I would never play, like exactly. the Transformers game. And I've heard of people playing like uh, any any movie tie-in game. Just put a bullet in your head before you play it. Don't even bother. Uh, the worst games I've heard is. Games like uh, Laser Suit Larry, I heard that was just terrible. I didn't even, didn't even bother renting it or anything. You, you can get it for like $2 just because I heard it was so terribly broken that you wouldn't want to play it. But, um, I mean, I, I played all the way through, through Duke Nukem, even though it was like, everyone's like, oh, that game was terrible. I mean, one, I had to because it was a fucking experience. But two... I wanted the trophies. I mean, you play that game all the way through just once, just blindfolded, and you'll get 50% of the goddamn trophies. Uh, so, I mean, or achievements or whatever. So the problem is, is are, are trophies and achievements really helping me explore games? I mean, games like Fallout and stuff like that, definitely. Because I go through and I see all these quests that I would, I'm never going to find it's, unless I sit down, sit down and read a fact. And I'm just going to keep yelling, even if Case tries to get a word in edgewise, because I will not relent until I'm finished pissing about this. You asked a question. No, the question. You don't answer any questions. You listen to every goddamn word I have to say. 
and you'll sit there and just fucking, I don't know. So the problem is, at the end of the day, you got these terrible games that, that I'm playing because I, I want the large e-penis and I want all the, the trophies because I just like to have them. And then you have these great games that would be great even without the trophies or achievements, but those also help me expand my my Verizon. Verizon. Exactly. That particular word that Case just said and play more of the game and get a, get a much richer experience. Um, it helps me actually, you know, find that stuff. Um, would that help and happen otherwise? Maybe, maybe it wouldn't, but I definitely, you know, then can look back and say, I feel like, yes, I experienced everything when I platinumed Fallout 3 that the developers wanted me to experience. You know, I, I got all the, all the trophies and achievements and, and all the DLCs and, you know, everything they wanted me to see that they thought was important, I did. And I felt like I experienced that game to its to its extent. I don't have any, like, you know, like, oh, I need to go back and poke around a little bit. Even though there's still tons of places that I could, still haven't even found, I could go back. But I feel like I got my full experience. And I, then I'm ready to move on. And uh, so, so that's my real rant is, like, now that they're out there, like, I want them for games, and I find myself, if a game comes out, like a downloadable game, and it doesn't have trophies, or they have its older PlayStation 3 games, and before they had trophies, even if it's a good game, I'm like, you know, I don't really want to play this game, because it doesn't have goddamn trophies. That's why I don't play my my portables. That's why I'm excited for the, the, the Vita, because it's going to have trophies, so now I can... And get trophies when I'm doing other things and continue to grow my e-penis so it's going to be so big I can just I can slap the moon around with it. That's what I want. Well, I'll talk then. Um, did I mention anything about an e-penis? I think you said it a few times. I'm not sure. All right. So, psh, mine, <laughs> mine's friggin' huge. I, 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 I implore anyone who's listening to this, if you think your e-penis is bigger than mine on PlayStation, you go ahead and you look up Mike Man, okay? And you look at my trophy score, and then you look at yours, and you'll see how much larger my e-penis is than yours, and you just put your e-penis back in your pants, and you either friend me or you shut the hell up. Well, I'm definitely not anywhere close to your e-penis. I try to stay far away as I can. I will, I will mushroom slap you right in the face with it. No, see, I I don't know if I can. I don't know what to say to be rant at all, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> so here, here, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you something to say. Do you think they're a good or bad thing? I think achievements done right are are good, but I, I'll, I when I first got my three sixty, I got the you know the release week whatever, and um, I liked them. I, I was like, oh, I got achievements. Yeah, I did something, but really. And I did the exact same thing that you're talking about is I had to have the biggest score for my friends list, which was actually pretty easy because most of my friends aren't hardcore gamers. But, you know, I had some friends that are pretty at the very beginning. They were like playing lots of games with me, like against me. So I was always trying to like get really cheap achievements or running that game like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles where you automatically get 2000. Uh, not 2000, 1000, whatever the maximum game gamer score you can get per game. What? One thousand per game. Well, actually, when the the three sixty came out, they had um didn't have uh, even thousand and people can flip their yeah. shit. But anyhow, it was uh 
that game was like, oh, you just play it through and you'll get them all because there's nothing difficult. Which actually, I don't. I actually kind of like the fact that you that game was like that. I mean, I get annoyed sometimes where I play a game that I like and then it's like you didn't collect this item because you missed one on this on the fourth board, but you didn't know you missed one until you finished the game. And it's like, uh, I like this game, but I don't want to play it right now. And so I just, I, so I, I think they're, they, they were great when they came out, but now they're just, like you said, they're, they're not used properly. And I think it forces game designers to put know, filler in is what it is now. It's, it's, it's filler. Like my game, this game we made it only be six hours, but we'll put 10 hours of filler in it where you feel like you're making an achievement because you got the little, 100 points but really would you want to do that if the game didn't give you an achievement for it and is it it was even fun doing it i mean i won't i want i think the achievement should be based on if it's a fun activity running around collecting little specks of stars on the ground that pooped out of some monster's butt when you shot them is not fun in my honest opinion yeah i I like the ones that are like you know do this sexy kill but you know otherwise it's I i agree with you i agree with you batty yeah, I'm just I just need to go to rehab, but I don't want to go. No, no, no. Don't worry, we'll we'll have a intervention for you. Not gonna make me go to rehab. No, no, no. Maybe next next system won't uh, have it. Then you'll be too, too too soon. Yes, too soon. You know what? If you've got an opinion about that, you can one you can send an email to. Uh, podcast at thronecontrollers.com or go to thronecontrollers.com go to the rant section I wrote an article about this I wrote just a brief one it was essentially like are they good or bad I have no clue and you leave a comment and tell me what the hell you friggin think cause I don't I don't know shit <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right so, so with with the end of the rant uh, case, you know, um, I need I need to be soothed a little bit here, and, and the best way to soothe my savage soul is to take me and talk to me about a classic game that really just relaxes me back down. So, so you know, soothe me here, brother. Soothe me. Well, I'll try my best to soothe you, but most likely you didn't play this game because it wasn't oh, a console game, and you don't like PC gaming, apparently. Uh, even though you always say you do. But anyhow, so the, the game I'm going to talk about, it, this game is very important for multi, for many reasons. Uh, but the game is, because I'm not no suspense, is System Shock. Which... I know what that is. You think I am a retard? Yes, I do. Uh, but oh. it was, uh, you know, it came out in 1994. In September, actually. Uh, by... Uh, one of my favorite studios at the time, uh, Looking Glass Studios, which, because of this game, also spawned off my current favorite studio of all time, which is Irrational Games. Uh, so that's that's one benefit of System Shock. But before, and, and a sequel to System Shock. Yeah, System Shock 2. Uh, no, no, the sequel and, to that. And the sequel, yes, I was going to get to that. But anyhow, so let's start off. So System Shock, just so everyone knows, it's a first-person action role-playing game, um, which was really a new style of game in itself back in 94. Like I prefer, it's, it was an RPG. You is it messing it up? You wanted it to be a FPS RPG. Is that what you want? Does that sound better to you? No, no, no. First person a- action RPG. All right. No, 
<laughs> Anyhow, so it, it was it was a first person shooter that was also a role playing game. Um, so RPG. The there was a lot of advancements that this game did at the time. It was it was really the first person game that allowed the player to look anywhere they wished to look up and down, left, right, duck, jump, you know, even like lean around corners. Um, it was one, it was like the first one to actually bring in that true 3d environments in a game, in a game. Because before that I could definitely look around my house without the aid of a video game. That would be true. But mostly in the video game world, it was usually like doom. You couldn't look up. Um, other games you could kind of, you could look up and right, but you didn't have a full um, uh, circle sphere of of control. Um, so that that was an advancement in the 3D world of it. But the game itself was just an intriguing story. Um, you came out as basically what the game was is there was a hacker, um, basically that was you. <laughs> You're the hacker that was hired to. Free this artificial intelligence, um, Shodan, uh, that controls this this one station to, to to hack it, and you do. And when that happens, you um, you get a promised uh, military upgrade of neuro implants, and it puts you in a coma. When you wake up for a coma, basically the AI that you freed its constraints from has taken over the space station, and you woke up and. All the crew has been mutilated or they've been transformed into these cyborgs and or they're killed. And so you're like trying to, uh, I don't know, get the fuck out of Dodge, we'll say, <laughs> you know, before the AI kills you too. Get to uh, the chopper. So, but as you're playing it, you find out that Shodan is actually trying to transfer itself to Earth. And so your end goal is to not allow that to happen, to defeat this AI that you basically released upon the, the space station. Um, but like the whole game, like it, it added those features in that we, you see all the time now where to get through locks, you had to do like a mini um, cyberspace game, which was like, a, like those old school like Art, Arctic Fox tank games where you like were in a, a wireframe 3D environment and you had to like move around them. And like you, so you like unlock emails, you could unlock doors, you could, you know, get upgrades to your weapons by doing this. And for example, and by the way, there were 16 different weapons in this game, and every one of them all had upgradable abilities to it. Upgradable is that a word? I guess so. So this game added a lot to the world. The only sad part about the game, it really it only sold 170,000 copies at the time, um, so it wasn't like a a big hit from the standpoint of sales. But in retrospect, now a lot of people are talking about how much advancement this game itself made. Um, and just as bats hinted to earlier, um, Kevin Levine, who is the rational games, big man, he started at looking glass, worked on system shock, worked on the sequel, Shock two, which came out in 99. And when he released Bioshock in 2007, he mentioned that, this is, since they didn't own the name of the System Shock, that this was, was a spiritual successor to the System Shock world. And you can actually, if you played all the other games, you can see a lot of that, of what he means by that in the gameplay. Will Spector, he always he talks about how Deuce X, one, another great cyberpunk thr- thriller, he was inspired by System Shock to make Deuce X. 
and and you can even see Deuce X is coming out in a few months, and, it, and you know that game's carrying on. So System Shock was a like was a mind blowing game of the time. I mean, it had like fully the full the architecture in full three D environments. It had a great story. So yeah, it was a good game. Did you ever play it, Pat, or do you just know about it? I just know, but I never played it. I actually heard about it after System Shock Two came out, and I was definitely intrigued. But I never went back and uh, purchased the game. It wasn't it wasn't the easiest game to find either. Yeah, well, I mean, they were a small studio at the time, so it was published by Orion Systems. So maybe this wasn't published very well. Who knows? I mean, look at that. Look at that. Did do a lot of big games. So I don't know why you maybe not be able to find it. Of course, if you didn't look for it till after System Shock Two, that was five years later. So that could have been a reason. Yeah, yeah. 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 Is that uh, is that is that available on Steam or anything like that? I actually did some research to try to see if I could find it to download, and I tried Steam and GOG and some other ones, and I couldn't find it anywhere. See, that's for what download. I'm saying. Downloading yeah. illegal. There's some. We don't do that. Illegal downloads. There's also do there is a movement, uh, at, least, at least for System Shock Two. Uh, maybe I don't know if they're doing System Shock One to upgrade the graphics. So like people are doing it on their own is like turning all the yeah, graphics to the third bit. Half Life One. Somebody's doing that. Blackmates.com or something like that. Exactly. So yeah, they're doing the same thing with the System Shock series. So that that one is I don't know if it's considered legal or not to download it. Um, but that I know the, the 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 Half Life one is is fine because you have to own a copy of the original game and pretty much what you're doing is reskinning it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the the core oh. graphics and stuff like that, I need the I mean the core not graphics, the engine is still fine. So, um, Valve has been cool with it, but they've taken like God. ten years to do the thing, and they're still I don't know. They keep saying it'll be done when it's done, just like any developer. So I think it's gonna be it's might be vaporware. Yeah, yeah. I am now amazed that Looking Glass Studios went out of business. They had There's Warren Spector. Studios that went out of well, business. They had Warren Spector and Ken Levine. It's like two of the big honchos was at the studio. Big hey. names don't mean big money. Yeah, that's true. I know. So yeah, so yeah, I really I, I wish there was somewhere I would play it right now. I, this talking about made me want to play it again. I just wish I could find it somewhere. Uh, so, alas. Floppy yeah. disk. I I do actually have it at home in in my other house on floppy still. Because you're rich and you have two houses. Well, when I say my other house, it's my parents' house. But you know, it'll be mine when they die. So. You mean it'll be ours? We're married. Wait, no, wait, that's not right. <laughs> that's funny. So so anyhow, so that's the game. Um, so it's awesome game. Play it and email us if you uh agree or disagree so you know if it's an awesome game email us then you, then you agree if it's not an awesome game go to then hell. you disagree so check the box for one or check the box for two email us at podcast at com. and speaking of which so bad do we have any emails this week we've got a few and a I'm going to start off with one here that, you know, first of all, one, listeners, I know we've all done this before. You get an email, you got a snappy reply back, and you quickly you hit the reply all button. You write something back, you look up, it's to everybody, including even your mother. And you just sent a picture of your wang out. Oh, man. 
has happened to us all. But you know what you have to also check is when you're sending an email, make sure you send it to the right email address, ladies and gentlemen. You know, every once in a while that happens. And I think this happened in this particular case here because there's a lot of podcasts out there and I'm sure you more than one of you listens to this one or maybe other various other podcasts. That's fine. We think it's okay. You can listen to at least two or less podcasts besides this one. No more. And, um, and that's fine with us. Uh, and so this person must have been deciding to send some emails out to the podcasts he listens to. And when he did, he put Polly wrote the emails and then pasted the uh, email addresses in. Well, we got one for another podcast. We got one for Stuff You Should Know. Now, I actually listened to that podcast, and I'm sure they got a podcast. They got an email about a video game. Um, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it one step ahead of what they did. Is they probably got like, well, this is junk, and they tossed it, threw it away. You know what we're gonna do here at Throne Controls? We answer every email we get. We we don't we don't discriminate. We don't throw them away. We 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 answer every single one. So we're gonna we're gonna read this one right now. It says, "Hey guys, love listening to Stuff You Should Know podcast. Longtime fan, first time writer. Well, first I want to say thanks for listening for such a long time. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thanks for writing in. Um, my questions are uh, are some suggestions for your show. It would be one: How does the Death Star work? You know what? I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna do." Stuff you should know a favor right now. I'm going to answer that question right now. So, how does the Death Star work? Well, the Death Star works not very well. Uh, it's been destroyed twice. Very easily. Shoddy construction. Um, just not well built at all. Just a few shots down a ventilation shaft and boom. Uh, so, how it works? Not well. That's why there's none left. Um, the second question they ask is, is very interesting and they probably could answer it themselves is where does metal come from? And again, we all know where metal comes from. Metal comes from destroyed death stars that have rained upon the planet below them. Obviously. Um, sometime in the past, there was obviously a death star rotating there. Our planet that was destroyed. And uh, that's where we get metal today to build cities and all sorts of stuff like that. So, uh, I, you know, I really hope that my knowledge has helped you out here and maybe the the amount of knowledge you realize that we give you uh you don't need to listen to additional podcasts not saying you shouldn't but um i mean come on get a full meal right here kids come on bring it so uh mark thanks for your email to us i guess um if you're listening to this and you're just realizing it, maybe you want to send your email back in that the other guys probably didn't answer, but we'll be happy to do that for you because <laughs> we answer every email we get. Brilliant. See? So if you want to send us an email, uh, whether it's for us or somebody else, send it to podcast at thronecontrollers.com, and I will give you an answer, or Case <laughs> will give you an answer, or I might sing you a tune. Uh, who knows? You never know. You never it's, know. It's one of those crazy, crazier things that have happened. Hell, we <laughs> might just we just might mail you a dollar. You'll be yeah. The, the, we'll, we'll spin a wheel and we'll see what we do with your email. 
So, so go ahead, send something in. <laughs> don't, be, don't be scared. Um, the the other one is is one of these questions that that I get, and it's um, I just wanted to say like, what the hell? Like, how are we supposed to answer this question? It's impossible. God damn it, it's impossible. Um, <laughs> the question is. What is the biz- biggest, most epic game ever? Well, for, first of all, I just want to say is I don't really like using the term epic anymore. I don't know. It's kind of worn out in my book, but that's fine. But, yeah, epic was epic, though. Sure. At the time, um, it was hella cool. Um, what is the biggest game ever? What is the big? What's the what's essentially? I guess what they're asking is what is the best game ever? I assume that's what they're saying too, because the biggest game I could go measure file sizes and we'll get back right, to you. Right, right. Well, yeah, yeah. Because huh. <laughs> otherwise, it'd be really odd if that's what they meant. Um, I don't know. What, do you have any ideas on your top of your head, man? Oh, man, the problem is, is, it's impossible. I mean, well, I would say uh, it is a hard answer, but. If I had to pick one game that I could probably never live, wait, I would die if I never played or would be very upset if it was never made. I don't know how to say it. For me, at least. Like the one game when I first started playing it, I said, whoa, that's amazing. I would probably have to go with uh, Half-Life. Holy shit, that's exactly what I was going to (laughs) say. Like it's just, like that's the game like when I think of when I heard when I first played it, and I had that like wow moment, and like I can still go back and I see that opening scene where you're like in the train, you know, yeah, riding up. Totally. It's like I can't believe I, we agree on this. <laughs> I see it again, and it's just like all these memories flood back. You know, it's like oh man, I remember when I first saw this. It was kick ass. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that would have to be the game that if someone said I can only play one game and then I'm gonna die and I never played a game in my life, I'd say you got to play Half Life. Like, exactly. I I played the shit out of that game. Yeah, I, 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 I was I was playing that game, and uh, I had a roommate at the time, and he he came over and he made he tried to make a joke. He's like, hey, "Why do they call it Half Life? Because it sucks up half your life." <laughs> and I was like, right, "Hey man, why don't you check it out?" So I loaded it on his computer. He's like, oh, "I'll try it." Dude, totally got sucked in. <laughs> he just once he got a taste of it, you know, it was just like crack. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal game. Like I oh, I mean, a silent protagonist. You start off with well, sh- sh- shit for weapons and sh- there's stuff coming at you. But you're also a nerd too, which is great. So you're playing like a scientist, you know, and and the fact that there's no cutscenes, like everything's done dynamically as you well, it's not was, totally, it's scripted. It was revolutionary. But, I was revolutionary. Yeah, it, it was. And now, like after Half Life, after Half Life, the first one, every game, a lot of games now do that, where it's like uh, you're walking and things happen around you. It, oh it yeah. Was, it, yeah, and then not only in Half Life too, Half Life itself. Like I love the fact that after Half Life came out, they had um, Blue Shift, where you played one of the security guards um, that was in the in the Mesa. And you got to play through that, and you, you mean you're supposed to trying to get out of Mesa again, but he's like sometimes you'd see uh, um, Freeman in the distance, you know, you'd see things that happened in the first one as you're playing Blue Shift, and then they came out with um, don't remember the, what the name of it was, but you play one of the guys that's infiltrating 
Mesa after the event. Oh, and, yeah. I remember what, I yeah. what that was called, too. But I remember that, yeah. I actually have it installed on my computer. You're going, you're going after, um, you're going after Freeman. Yes, exactly. I think at the end you turn out to be like, oh, uh, opposing forces was the name. Oh yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I think at the end you kind of end up not going after right. him because you realize. But yeah, so like that whole collection of all those Half Life games, is, it was so neat that first they had the first one, and then they showed you different views instead of just being like, oh, it's gonna be a sequel. It was like a different view of the same game. You know, and it was just, it was, it was phenomenal. It, like, there's no way around it. Half Life would have to be the game. Oh, I mean, the, again, the opening scene was just. I mean, people like you know they say, "Oh, I don't like cutscenes, whatever." But like, it, was it just, wasn't a cutscene; you could move. No, it was, it was, but it was, it was, it was revolutionary. For the it time. it, it, it was, brought you in the game, like because even like when you first start the game, like most games, you're like are like all those Call of Duty games and all these first person shooters. You're like. When you start the game, you have a gun and you're fighting and you're going like and you're like oh and there's some like cutscene saying oh we hate the Russians we need to kill them or something right yeah and they have this, they have a stupid tutorial like you just got hit close to a grenade make sure you're okay look up yeah, look exactly. down hey duck under this thing now jump like the half life just started just, oh, yeah I mean but you started you, know you started because you're like you're going to do a science experiment you're like, going to like, work. <laughs> Yeah, it's like you're at work and you're playing this guy at work and then shit goes to hell. Wait, hell goes to shit? Shit goes to hell? Man, goes to man shit goes bad yeah. and you're like, crap. <laughs> exactly. So there you go, Mr. Man that didn't hear name of. Didn't leave his, he didn't leave his name. He just wrote thanks. Oh, okay. <laughs> so thank you, thanks. For that, for that. There's your answer, thanks. It's Half-Life, hands down. That Half Life has thrown controllers double seal of approval. It's epic. It is. It's <laughs> it's in the Throne Controllers Hall of Fame. Yes. Awesome. Does it, was there anything else in that email or Um Well it's kinda of, now since it's been two weeks, this joke doesn't really work, but it so PS, why is Case on the show? I wait my photos. And if anybody listened last week, um Case said, uh, I, I made a joke about an email that someone wrote in and said, what? Dear Throne Controllers, why is Case on the show? And he said that uh, what we should do is every time someone sends one of those in, we send the pictures of Felicia Day, and then there was a whole conversation. Again, you can go back and listen to it about how that would be completely ridiculous because we would just get flooded with that. So, um, <laughs> it's funny two weeks ago. <laughs> it's funny, but late. <laughs> yeah. So, um, it would have been it would have been funnier last Monday, but um yeah yeah exactly it's funny and all right I, I did not say I did not send him a picture of Lee today so I don't want to encourage his behavior. <laughs> uh, I, wait, when I first saw the email, I sent you a picture of Lee today to send him. But you hey, you did you you did, and I just want to say anybody out there who feels that if you are too stupid. <laughs> To go to Google and type in Felicia Day, instead you want to write a sentence to us and have us send it to you, just uh, – can you please include your checking account number, social security address, stuff like that. Just put that in the email. We need that to really find the pictures on the internet. That would fit her per- – that would fit that person perfectly. Right. And we will send you – we will send you a photo. <laughs> um, it will, absolutely, we will. 
<laughs> All right. So no what no other emails, Ben? Call me Ben. Man. I said man. Oh, I was like I was like one, my name's Bats. Two, if it wasn't Bats, it's not Ben. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. But anyhow, was there any other emails? I don't know, David. I said man, you just don't have ears. I hope people think those are our names. <laughs> so yeah, are we done? Are we done? Is that everything? Is that all the emails? Yeah, that's all. Give me emails. All right. So goddamn, God is, is this another wonderful episode of Throne Controllers in the Basket with God, other kittens? Goddamn Fallout, fucking bugs. You love Fallout. Yeah, I know. You probably spent more time on that than any other game this year. Two years I ago. Did. Uh, it's both of them. <laughs> so much time. In. So what you should do is, uh, I. By the way, all you people out there, I think I found a System Shock download. I'm gonna test it and I'll let you guys know. Stay tuned for breaking news from ThroneControllers.com on the System Shock demo download. Download the other D words. <laughs> Doodly do. <laughs> or I just download a virus in my machine and it's going to be host. We'll find out. So anyhow. If, and if you don't hear this episode, it's because it was destroyed by a virus. <laughs> Luckily, we actually have the podcast like essentially super firewalled on a completely another computer. So even if you did download a virus and it destroyed your current computer, our, the podcast would be protected. That is, yes. We have more security around the podcast than we do around anything else. That's right. <laughs> the podcast is very important. But anyhow, I think we should end this podcast. Yes. We will talk to everybody next week. And if you want to send us an email, again, send it to Throne Controllers. I mean, uh, podcast at ThroneControllers.com or check out the site at ThroneControllers.com. And we out. Peace.